The Happy Campers Jam cast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo. Well, good evening, fellas. Hi, buddy. The boys are back in town. Yep, we're back. Wait, so did y'all just do the? Did, did y'all play the intro music <laughs> of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, man. We wanted to. We wanted to set the vibe. He authentic. And okay. well, was I, I there a pause it. in between that? Like this after the short, a short pause. Okay, well that was odd. I know the listener. You well, no, I guess you will know because you heard the intro music too. But we don't ever hear the intro music before we start. We just pick up the mic. Oh, no, they won't hear it. Jason's usually like, They hey. won't hear it. No, they won't hear it. It'll just be normal. But we did listen to the intro before I hit record. It does kind of set the mood, it right? It does. Yeah, it it does. Sets gives the mood. you gives you a feel for it. And maybe we should just start doing it all live. We can do that, too. Well, it's like if there was a live, like a live studio audience, like on the old game shows. Well, you know, like, out there, they've got. We have this sign that says "applause," yeah. and some and some podcasts do that. They'll just throw the intro in, and the people that are doing the podcast can still talk over the intro. We aren't just listen. some podcasts, Matt. We are the Happy Campers. Hey, Jam we are cast. on ninety. What? What is this? Ninety six? Is this episode ninety six? No. Let me consult. I have. I have no clue. That's. Uh, we're getting up there. That's we're, not. We're getting. That, I guess that's not. As had to good. download a new podcast app. Oh, man. I, we're on ninety six. You don't yep. use Spotify? Uh, not for my podcast. Why not? I don't know. I, I downloaded Google Podcasts, and I really kind of like it. I do listen to Joe Rogan on that. I was just curious of like but, what the benefits are of a different app, like nothing through Spot. Nothing. So it's just a different app. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm a weirdo. I, I guess. guess. But yeah, you I mean, still yeah, do. You, you still do the Spotify Premium. Oh, you sure? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I won't ever go back. Yeah, that's oh, no. something that um, you can take my fucking money. As, I, uh, as far as, like, as long as it stays around where it's at and doesn't do any stupidness, I mean, Spotify is just where it's at. Oh, well, at, everything's going to keep going up because well, Spotify Premium, hell, I just got an email, what, like, a few months ago, and it went up a couple of dollars. My YouTube premium, I got an email on that, and it went up a couple of dollars. By the way, that's another one. I think I've talked about it on here before, but that's another YouTube one. YouTube premium? Yes. That, that's, a, that's a very, very great thing. Is you, oh. oh. All right, sorry. That's going to be the last one of those. <laughs> no, that's, it ain't. No. first and the no. last. You've been yeah. doing that ever since we got here. <laughs> well, no, I know, listen. but we haven't been, Mike's haven't been hot. Here's the thing about Spotify <laughs> this one's Premium. Hot. Even though I pay for that, I guarantee you I'm spending less for money, less for music than I would if I didn't have it. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, when, when, you, when you used to have to go buy tapes and well, CDs, yeah. even oh, when yeah. they were eight, nine, ten dollars hell, you buy one album a month, and you're still paying less for your Spotify. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also I, you know, remember in the '90s, early '90s, mid '90s, and all that. You know, you, you remember CDs were pretty damn expensive, especially in Shit, I like twenty-three dollars mm -hmm. and stuff. You yeah. Go and buy like usually like twenty bucks was about the number. Like when you go yep. buy like the new Dr. Dre. Chronic 2001 yeah, because you, you're, album one. You had out. like levels, and your shitty music was kind of somewhere in the thirteen dollar range. Your your music that's been out for a little bit, but 
still good music was like fifteen ninety nine. And Walmart then, would always have those big bins of yep. like just random oh, yeah. CDs that were then five you bucks. Had your fucking twenty ninety nine, and that was your premium. That was your, like your new, new release. Albums. Yeah, and it was more expensive if you went to somewhere like. Uh, Somewhere like Sam Goody, oh in yeah, the Indian Mall or whatever, and but that know, was a whole vibe in its own. That's why you had to go do it, like had, Hastings and stuff. Like I they had so much literature about it here in Paragould. Mm-hmm. Um, now, where was was that in the shopping center? That's not there anymore. Yes, on cue was there, like where Larry's Popping Hot Pizza Parade is around around that. Vicinity. Okay, what was the record shop that was in that? Across from Fazoli's, there used yeah. to be a shopping center where they By had the, the Tribune. Tribune in it. Yeah. Yeah. There was a little record store in there, just like a oh, locally I don't, owned. I don't, I don't remember. We'll have to ask yeah, we'll, we'll have to ask Melissa here later. I know oh, she I guarantee Grant, Grant would know. Yeah, she Grant remembers would know. it. Um, but I remember going in that place with my mom when I was a kid and buying like you know, cassette tapes and stuff. Hell, cassette tapes were you like fifteen, dollars back then. And that's my point. We're paying less than that. For all the albums ever, yeah, yeah. you know, so. yeah. yeah. But you know what I miss is like Parker Video. Oh man, sure. I used to use the shit out of Parker Video, dude. I had late fees all over fucking town. Yeah, every I time know, I'd go in there, just go I, switch. When I'd go rent me a fucking a, a PlayStation Two game, you know, I'd take it up there. You owe thirteen dollars late fee. But, I was like, well, I remember this has been a long time ago. This has probably been like six, seven years ago. I made. A meme one time. I had found this old picture of Jason and Tina, and they were together. And it it was from from like the early nineties, whatever. And they both it had been about ninety five, ninety six. They both looked very ninety ish. In my caption on the meme, I just said Parker Video and Chill. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? Tina actually worked at Parker Video. Really? Yep. Oh, you should have mocked huh. it. You should have mocked it. Hell, she might have uh, like rented out Excitebike to me oh, or something dude. when I used to rad. go in there. I I rented out Rad. I never played than, Rad. Oh my god! No, it was the movie Rad. Oh, the movie Rad. Yeah. Oh yeah. It I, was the BMX movie, and I I mean I watched it more. I could not tell you what it was even about now. But I know I rented the shit out of that movie. Oh, you remember when you go to a little place like that, and you they had little hang tags, and they wouldn't have the movie you wanted. Oh yeah, yeah. that or, was disappointing. Or they would have, you know, or later they would have like the the cover of the movie in the VHS box sitting up there, and they would have the copies of it behind it in the little plastic folding. Yep. They would have the tapes, and they would have like three or four, or however many copies. And it was always a bummer when you'd go over there and just see the the cover of the movie and it didn't have any of the uh, the cartridges behind it. Be yeah. kind. Rewind. Rewind. Oh, yeah. Man, I worked at a movie store for a little while. I worked at Movie Gallery right, at, oh, right wow. by um, O'Reilly's. Right by O'Reilly's. I was, oh, I remember that one. It was fresh that out. That was of, one of the last ones we had. Yeah, like man. And it, I was fresh out of high school and I was just looking for a little part-time gig. And while I was, because I was going to college at the time, so I was just, you know, bumming off mom and dad and needed just some part-time gig so I could pay for my gas, you know, shit like that. They, uh, yeah, the movie gallery, hell, I think they just finally closed, what, like three years ago yeah. or something? It, it wasn't, it's it, been it's, recent history. Isn't it weird how a bit, and there's actually a, 
a documentary on Netflix the called last The Last Bar. Isn't it weird how that was like a business that like every town had four or five yeah. little video rental places from the blockbusters mm. all the way down to your Parker videos. Yeah. The family and now it's fucking obsolete. Yeah. That's like what's gonna that be just... what's not gonna be a thing in twenty years. Yeah. You know, like I don't I don't have enough foresight to predict that. No, but. it is it is wild that something like the internet can wipe out a whole business and a, and, and a whole business like a, 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 a mil- whole business model yeah, yeah a million dollar business billion dollar a, a, a year business i was listening to something one day and they were talking about like the guy that started like the movie rental business and all that so apparently way way back in the day you know before they you know Used to you when movies would come out, you just go see them in the theater or whatever. Yeah. And then it got to a point where you could buy the movie. I guess when they created, I, probably before VCR or whatever it was, I probably VCR. Hell, I don't know. But whatever copy that you could buy the movie on, like it was crazy expensive. It was like a hundred and something dollar or more yeah. to buy the actual movie. Yeah. And there was a guy that would, he got the idea is like, well, you know, people aren't going to buy these, but I could buy these and then just rent them out. Yeah. And make kind of like a timeshare for videos. Exactly. And it just kind of went from there. I think that was how that started. But But yeah, apparently back when they first started doing that, like putting movies onto a copy that you could take to your home, it was like a very expensive. Yeah. Very expensive deal. Well, dude, that used to be like a whole vibe. Like you say you have a date. You know, you'd go eat Holy Dairy shit. Queen or something, and then you'd go to the movie store. Yeah. You oh, know, oh, yeah. Yeah, the there was. The it was a whole it was a it's a it was a culture thing. You could like, buy like popcorn and candy and shit there at the video store. Yeah, man. And it was dude, you could I I remember it was like mom's like <sighs> Because she would get me a video game that I would just deep dive off into. And if it was a weekend, like a Friday night, she'd get me a video game of something that, you know, just of uselessness. But I would just, you know, peg away. That was a, that was a treat. A, yeah, and do it all night. And she wouldn't have to, like, watch kids or do nothing. I mean, she just, she just got to hang out and do her thing. And I'd be in my room just. Gaming away. Well, I know y'all don't play video games much. I still play, you know, golf, Madden, uh, MLB the show. I still I still dabble in the video games, but you you know, they've gone to the streaming thing too. Like you can buy consoles now that don't even have a slot for a disc. Oh yeah. It's like all you download it and you can get Xbox is really cool because they have something called Game Pass. It's like fifteen ninety nine a month. But they have like hundreds of games on this Game Pass, mm-hmm. so you buy this subscription for fifteen ninety nine a month, and you can download any game that's on there for free. Dude, it's yeah. like everything included. is going to a subscription. Yeah, nobody yeah. wants you to have anything anymore. No. That like they want hey, you I to rent it. this, and this is mine. You you rent it, and I've probably said this on here before too. But like the people with these fancy ass vehicles and all that now, like heated seats. Is like a subscription. Like your vehicle 
it can have heated seats if you pay the extra blah 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 per month yep. or oh got the heated seats turned off we can off disable that feature buddy the, like at yeah, the factory like it's instead of just spending the however many thousand dollars extra on like the loaded model and then like you have this now everything is going to a subscription i consider yeah. myself especially for my age to be pretty technologically savvy i try to keep up with shit but my friend at work got a new kia like SUV, and I got in that son of a bitch, and you turn it on, and like the dials are all digital. Like you can change the colors of them, and like the audio screen is basically, and I, I drive old beaters, so I don't know this fancy shit. This has like a tablet that's got like touch screen with like Pandora or FM or XM yeah. or whatever, but I'm thinking this is a big fucking distraction. Yeah, like trying to go down the road figuring that shit out. Yeah. Like, I guess if you had shit pre-programmed, it'd be all right. Well, but like if you're Tesla, trying to figure this out, dude, you'd have dude, a wreck. If if you've ever been in a Tesla, it's it's wild. Like it is just I have not. That's all it is is a big screen up front and you've got some models, you've got a few gauges right down here, but that's it. Like there's no dash. Like they don't even have a, they don't even have blinkers, right? Don't they have buttons on the yeah. steering wheel or something yeah. for that? Uh, and Brandon had one, and his was the the dual motor high performance, like the Model S or something. And dude, let me tell you, I've been in some fast rigs, and I've even been in. Oh, a we rode that together. Yeah, there in Jonesboro yeah. that day. Before yeah, yeah. We played at Yes Dog. We got in that the yeah. Brandon's Tesla and rode and left Jason there at Yes Dog. We rode in the we rode in the car and come back because I remember Jason was like, "Where the fuck did y'all go?" Yeah, that's and, right. That's right. All right. So if we have any if we have any listeners that have a Tesla, holler at us sometime and take us on a uh, take us on a spin in the and Tesla. Man, let me drive tell us you, around, show us the bells bad. and the whistles. It was it, he put it in the high performance mode, and we turned off of um, Main Street there, down onto Dan know, or no, uh, you could go with Johnson. Johnson Avenue. Yeah, we turned left onto Johnson, going right towards Riceland. And it was kind of just bare highway, and he mats it, and my my the back of my head hit the headrest so hard, man. It was like, bam! I mean, I was I was very surprised at how fast a stock, you know, Tesla. Oh, there's zero to sixty as fast as a Corvette or something. It's faster, man. Yeah. It's 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 a weird feeling, especially when you're not hearing anything like the engine or nothing. You're just in this thing. To me, it felt like a like a, a damn roller coaster yeah, or something. That's what like it felt a, like. Exactly. You're like stopped, that. and then out of nowhere, we're going. Yeah. Going very like fast. People shit on the electric vehicles, and I'll be the first to say they're not for everybody or every application. But one thing I do think they're perfect for is, you know, the Paragold Police Department got a few. We got a grant yeah. and got a few Teslas. If you think about it, for a cop car, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because you're not driving those. For 500 miles, you're driving those for a shift. Yeah. So if you're working the night shift, you know, eight at night till eight in the morning, cruise around in that, dude. That's gonna have all of the juice you need. Go back and plug it in, and you know, like somebody like me would make sense driving yeah. to Pocahontas and back. Now, if you were on the road, like if you were going cross country and had to look for places to stop and charge and shit, that would be a problem. But 
Just like low, no, like man, if you can go to Memphis and back, like oh, how much? Like, one of my customers has pretty much the same one that Brandon had. What is the range on those? Well, you, know? you can either buy, you can get the packages, you can get either the high performance package that, you know, depending on how much you use the high performance, your battery goes down. Or you can get the extended range, which will get you like, I think into the 400 mile range, like 400 miles on one charge is pretty fucking good. Like, where are you going to go around here in a day and run 400 miles that, that I mean, exactly you ain't going to no yeah that's you're not going on vacation across the United States and if it, you are you're going to plan where you're going to stop and sleep and charge like your car needs to charge you need sleep so yeah I don't know enough about them but I do know I've I've read blogs and watched videos of people that have like driven them cross country and they plan out their route to where they can stop and charge because they know I can make it this far. But, and I don't know what I'm talking about, but they were saying, like, when you pull up to one of these charging stations, you don't sit there and let your car charge to 100. But you can charge it to, like, 80% in, like, 30 minutes yeah, or something, you know. Um, I don't know nothing about them. I don't either. But I think we're going to be going, and this is what I wanted to say. I'm all the time kind of looking forward to shit to invest in, and I think the next big breakthrough that we're going to see, whether it be a year, five years, ten years, when they figure out battery technology that instead of getting 400 miles on a charge for a car, you can get 1,000. Think about your phone. Yeah. What if they made a battery and start, instead of charging your phone every day, you charge it once a week, and it's charged up. When they figure out the battery technology to get extended life, that's going to be a game changer, dude. Yeah, for it will. And, and well, they probably do have it figured out. It's I, just I'm, not affordable. Yeah, there's it, applications. Yeah, there's there's different applications. Like you're always going to need a gas engine anyways. to do certain things, um, like your weed eater, a commercial trimmer. There's no electric one out there that's going to hold even a a chance to a gas rig. But like something like a car. That's that's it's going to be a gas engine is going to be obsolete, I think, before we know it. Well, I think it's kind of like the video stores. I think once the dominoes start to fall, it's going to happen quick. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things. And you know, they're really pushing them now. Ford has put a lot of money into the EVs, of course, Tesla. You have some Chinese companies that are really getting into it, Toyota. But, man, I think that's one of those things that one day you're just going to wake up and that's the new normal. And one thing I am invested in is this charge point. And they have, like, a universal charging, and they're the ones that are building all the charging stations around. Because one of the biggest things now, it's like your phone. Like, all your EVs use different chargers. Like, Tesla uses something different than the Ford Lightnings. They're going to go to a universal adapter. It's like a one-size-fits-all uh, thing and when that that's going to be a game changer too. But I think I think we're going to see like you already seen it when you go say you're going to uh, say you're going to St. Louis. You know you're going to find hotels that have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten s- charging stations for people that are staying there. Colleges, high schools, malls, Walmart, anywhere you go will have charging ports. So if you go to Walmart while you're in there, plug your car in. Let it charge up. When you're done, you unhook it, and you're so you know. Because a lot of people are like, "Well, what are you gonna do when, when, 
when the power grid's down and you can't charge your car. Well, the same thing for gas. You can't operate a gas pump without electricity. Yeah, and, right. and you can't, like, like in, in big-time situations like that, there's so much that takes getting that tank of fuel to your car that if something big were to happen, like, gas stations are going to run out of gas and you're going to be empty just like you would be. Right. Like, right. If, if it's a mass, just something extreme happening, everybody's going to the pumps. You know why? Because they're going to run dry. And that's what happens. By the way, did y'all get your emergency alert today? Sure did. I got mine. Did you get yours, yeah. Andrew? Yeah, I saw. I had, at some point, I had like a notification on my phone. Yeah, or it was a test. It was only a, a test. Hmm. So, you know. Okay. Yeah, didn't turn on any microchips. Didn't do anything weird. So I don't oh know. yeah, I didn't know. Like Judy was asking me something about that earlier. She's making G-chop. a joke of like, uh, did you, well, did you see any zombies out uh. today or whatever? And I had no, I had no idea what she was talking. Oh, there about. was a whole and thing where all these fucking weirdos were like, "What this is is with this emergency test, they're going to activate the chip they put in you when you got the COVID vaccine. Oh, when you got that COVID oh, vaccine, they put a chip in you, nice. and this is going to send out a tone that, like, activates you. And, like, Woo. I'm like, where do you even come up with this shit? Man, if I was in charge of that, I would do, like, a noise, like the brown noise in South Park to where right. just people would shit their pants. Yeah, like if, I guess. If it was some sort of noise that controls you, like it's hit the me noise with the brown that controls noise. me. Hit me with that brown. See, that's a brown noise. That's Told a- you it wouldn't be the last one. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've so, begged sorry, him. Folks. He's already farted off. I've my, drank like, like five times. A half of a half gallon jug of chocolate milk <laughs> this afternoon, and it does me no good. It's. Uh, I love it. It, it does me no good, and I. It's and good I protein, folks. It's but, good protein. Hey, farts, farts, good humor. Hey, chocolate milk's hard to beat, man. Chocolate milk is very, very hard to beat. Man, you know what's real good? And this is one of a guilty pleasure of mine. I'll take a a chocolate fudge Pop Tart, put them in the toaster, toast them, and then get butter and just slap butter all over that bitch. And then get a whole big thing of chocolate milk. And then I'll sit there and eat those Pop Tarts. And drink that chocolate milk and go to bed with this just chocolate fucking sugar belly. <laughs> I've never I'm been Andrews, a huge I've Andrews never been a huge pop tart guy, but the chocolate fudge is my go to, man. I love oh, those. Dude, I, and I can eat them out of the toaster. I can eat them in the toaster. It don't matter. See, like, I, I prefer them just room temperature. Open up that little foil See, pouch. I, and I, just I can them. I can do yeah. that too. And See, I that's I like it been, before bed, which is bad. But that has been something that I have uh, noticed. Still not not drinking anything is get that good old sweet tooth crave oh here God, and there, dude. and I'll just end up having some silly <laughs> stuff. Hold bucket stains. <laughs> <laughs> just some silly stuff. <laughs> hold oh hold up God. around here like a jug of chocolate Holy milk shit. or. A, I got a bag of those little Reese's cups in the bottom of the fridge right now. The ones with the individual foil wrappers. Yeah. But anyways, about food. See, I don't like the foil wrappers. That's too labor intensive. Yeah. Oh, but it makes. You remember them- when you could buy Always Save or whatever the Walmart brand is? Used to have a little sack, and it was about the Walmart yeah, brand wide, of what? The peanut butter cups. And oh, that tall. I'm out. You had a resealable, but no. 
they weren't wrapped. You could just get them out of there, and they were already just ready to pop. In they your weren't mouth. wrapped, huh. and they weren't Reeses. It's it's got a I, dude. They were pretty good. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't just knock one out of somebody's hand if they tried to offer me one. <laughs> but if they were sitting side yeah, by side would. each other on the shelf, I well I like the little. Peasant. Are these I like Reese's? the little foil nope. part, though. There's kind of just a romance to that, just, <laughs> just undressing each one of them little ladies. And... Yeah. Like, are you talking about kisses or her? Or oh, no. No, hold on. Y'all carry on. Oh, well. So, Matt, what would you think about the Green County Tech Class of 93 class reunion we played? That's pretty sweet, wasn't Dude, it? Dude, that was fun, man. We had a good time. They had a good time. I knew some people that I didn't know would be there, and they were there, and I got to hang out with them, so that was a good time. Me and Jeremy hadn't kicked it in a while, and that's what, oh, shit, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The foil pack. I know what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> He's still in there farting. I mean, this guy's just a fucking fart machine right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's to a point so much, they can't all be mocked. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna would start losing folks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there comes a point where it's yeah, not. It's too, you know, it's just it's dude, just too much. Y'all. It's Farts too much. Are always funny to me. I, um, I mean, dude, I heard overheard the class of '93 thing. I had a I had a great time at that. Oh hell yes, the good old Paragold Country Club. Um, I see, there was a pretty good pretty good turnout mm-hmm. out there, and then. We didn't pl- – that was on a Saturday night. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the gigs from the weekend before. We already talked about those, the uh, Fox Hills and the everything. Yeah, the only thing we've done is the, is the class reunion. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And, well, no, we went up and played at L.A.'s one night, I think. Was that since the podcast? I feel like it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe. I think it was probably the day after. No, one of my favorite no, things about the class reunion is a chick had texted me and said, like, hey, if y'all want to come out here early and set up, feel free. So we went out there at, like, 1030 in the morning, set everything up. It was done. All oh. we had to do was walk in at 715, tune up, and play. That yeah, was great. That was nice. Yeah, that was, that was pretty great, going up there and setting stuff up during the day because – it really sucks up there when they're having an event like we went to one time. Oh. We played a uh, we played a Christmas party for one of the banks here in town, and uh, we got there you know an hour beforehand to set up. Well, hell, the whole place was already slam packed with people. And they were already eating supper. Yeah, they, yeah, were, they eating. were already eating, and we're trying to carry in all this shit, doing the whole excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. Not to mention. I, I'm sure we've talked about this as well, but not to mention Jason's dressed up as Santa Claus <laughs> against his will. We talked him into it. He didn't want to. Me and Matt are dressed as two elves. Yeah, that's right. And then the funniest shit, we've all got handfuls of equipment, and we get up there at the door, and the first person we see as soon as we walk into the country club is another guy dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> and him and Jason just kind of <laughs> nodded at each other and, you know. We went on with our shit, but, yeah, that sucked, man, trying to and get man, in there. And it wasn't like this one. This one, you could tell they knew what crowd size they had, but the the bank party, man, they had a massive crowd in there. And there were tables was, everywhere. Yes, yeah. it was packed. We had to, like, hold stuff over our heads and carry speakers in over our heads. 
dressed in elf suits and Santa suits. And, man, all these people were fucking laughing at us. And it was, I mean, it was a good time, but. I mean, that's kind of what we were going for. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like we didn't. Yeah. We knew we were going to get laughed at. Yeah, we, we, we we were going for that. And that was a good time. That turned out to be a fun party. Man, those, now those people were pretty tuned up. They yeah oh yeah they got rolling at that Christmas party. This class reunion wasn't bad. No, I didn't they see didn't. one person acting out of hand. No. Well, except and, for me. But you know. oh well, Jason was there. You know, he was acting a little yeah. out of hand. We have another class reunion coming up. What is it next weekend? Yep, class or, of eighty three. PHS class of eighty three. Yeah, That's right. Next weekend. This weekend we've got that private thing private, out at camp. Yep. We need to get some details on that. Who 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 booked that? I did. Okay. Did. Well, you need to find out what time we need to start playing because we kind of need to know when we need I to be there. I figured it'd be set about up. the same type of setup. Uh, yeah, as last I, think I don't remember like what that was. Five though. o'clock last time. I can't. Was remember. it five? I'll, I'll yeah, look. Because I was thinking we got be. out there about three or something. But well, we'll uh, we can figure all that out. Probably should get a decent time. Yeah, why don't you reach out to them folks and just get me some deets? You know I'm a detail-oriented fella. So, well, hey, why don't we go ahead and I think it's time for a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have a special guest. Melissa Gander went to Nashville this past weekend uh, for a shindig, and she has a post-game report. So she's going to come and and tell us all about her, her weekend in Nash Vegas. So we have a very special guest. She's always here, but she's rarely on the microphone. The hostess with the mostess, Miss Andrew Gander, also known as Melissa. Hello, hello, hello. Glad you joined us. She's got a story to tell here in a little bit, or a, uh, I don't know, maybe more than a story. But a few stories, yeah. Before you get started, i got to tell you about my weekend. Went to the zoo for the first time in a long time in Memphis. So, did you get shot? No. No, I did not. I survived. So... Earlier in the summer, Tina was like, I really want to take Vivi to the zoo. She loves animals. I think she would love it. She's like, but we need to wait till it cools down a little bit, you know, because it's kind of hot. So we said, well, end of September should be perfect. So I went online, bought ticket, bought eight tickets because it was Tina and myself, Shelby and his girlfriend, Jade, Molly and her boyfriend, Clayton, Vivian, and then Tina's mom and stepdad. So I bought everybody's tickets. And we went over there, went to the Damn, zoo. Damn, Rockefeller. Yeah. Shit. Well, how, how much, what's, it, what's it cost these days to get into it? It's $23 a person. Even the baby? No, kids are free. Oh, Under okay. two is free. So anyway, bought tickets, went over there. Um, have y'all been to the zoo lately? It's been a minute. Okay. Well, I told Tina, I kind of view the zoo like I view Branson. Like once every five years is good. Right, yeah. Like, ain't it? like these people that buy the season passes... I don't understand that because, you know, you see the line and, you know, you've seen the line, right? Whatever. Right. But anyway, um, they made some improvements since I've been over there. Everything was expensive. We ate lunch over there. They did have beers there, though. You get a 16-ounce Wiseacre Tiny Bomb. You have oh. like eight bucks, which isn't unreasonable. So anyway, then after that, this was Saturday, uh, I had booked us a room at Tunica because I'm like, hey, when we leave the zoo, we're 40 minutes from Tunica. We'll just go down there, spend Saturday night, gamble a little bit, drink a little bit. You and the whole family? No, just me and Tina. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody else come home. So anyway, (laughs) I usually stay at like 
um, Sam's Town or Hollywood because I can get rooms there for $89 a night. I thought, you know what? I'm going to spring and stay at the Gold Strike. Gold Strike's pretty badass. So anyway, I got online because I don't like to book through like booking.com or any of those because I've had some issues in the past. You can, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, I've not had issues in the past too, but I didn't want to risk it. So I just booked directly through the Gold Strike, you know, king size, non-smoking room, Saturday night. Earlier in the week, I booked it. It was 179 Okay. So anyway, I don't even know why, but like this, I booked it on a Monday or Tuesday, like Thursday, I was for some reason I just got back on the website and the same room was one nineteen ninety five. Dang. King non smoking. So I called the number because I had my email, said for whatever, call this number. So I called the number, actually got through to somebody, and I said, Hey, I booked this room. It was one seventy nine. I now see it's one nineteen. I want to get the one nineteen price. The girl's super Helpful. She's like, I tell you what, I need you to do. While you got me on the phone, go ahead and book that one nineteen room. Okay. I was like, okay. Click, click. Put in my payment information. Done. She was okay. Okay. Now I'm showing two reservations. Mm-hmm. One for one seventy nine. One for one nineteen. I'm going to cancel the one seventy nine. Mm-hmm. While she gave me the confirmation code and all that. So yeah. And I told her, I said, I'm not trying to be a cheap ass. You know, if it was twenty dollars, but I'm like, sixty dollars is like a meal. Why do you care what she thinks anyway? Yeah. Just do it. Because I know, don't know, like, but just yeah. Anyway, it makes sense. so yeah. One nineteen went down there. They had three or four restaurants. One of them was like an MGM like sports book restaurant, and they had these huge ass TVs, like and all. And man, it was awesome. It was just awesome. I didn't gamble a lot because. I'm too fucking tight. We did play some roulette and that kind of shit, but... Well, you just got done spending five grand at the zoo. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, luckily I had budgeted for this, and... Yeah. So, uh, we had a good time. Then Sunday, we got up. Jesus Christ, man. You have a medical condition? that. That is enough of that. I mean, it is his house. He's the man of the house. No. Melissa no. wasn't that cool with it when I come in toting that half gallon of chocolate milk earlier. She, it, Anyways, that's a whole other discussion. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, we got up Sunday and drove over to South Haven, Mississippi, which is 30 minutes from Tunica, and went to the outlet malls. Okay. Right, because Tina wanted to go shopping. Of course, got to spend more money. Yep. So we, were, we went to eat at Applebee's. She's like, why don't we go to Hooters or Applebee's? I'm like, well, I don't want to go to Hooters with you because I think that's weird. So we just went to Applebee's. It's eating chicken wings yeah, or whatever. but I don't know. We're adults. Anyway, we went we went to Applebee's and did our white people Applebee's experience. And then we were home by 2 o'clock. So anyway, that was my weekend. So you had evidently a more eventful weekend. I had quite an eventful weekend. All right. Well, please share the deets. Yeah. So uh, a good friend of mine is getting married in a month. And uh, she wanted to have her bachelorette party in Nashville. Strange. I've never heard of anybody having like a bachelorette party. Okay. What an original idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about that. That, That's the whole point of this. Okay. So uh, 11 years ago, I guess it's been when Andrew and I got married in 2012, I had my bachelorette party in Nashville. So I kind of had an idea of, you know, somewhat what to expect, what, you know, and I've been to Nashville a few times since then on Broadway, hanging out and random different things there. I've taken the kids there over the years. Um, So I had an idea of what to expect, you know, with this whole thing. But um, I 
it was to the level that I, 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 I was just blown away. It was insane. Okay, you were at the level of what the the amount of parties the, okay. or this? So like what was the what was overwhelming? So I knew that over the course of the last several years that Nashville had became the bachelorette capital of the United States. The I southern had, U.S. especially. No, yeah. I had no idea. No. Okay, so a lot of the things that I'm referencing in this comes from a documentary that I watched on YouTube, and I'm going to encourage everybody to go out there and watch it. It's, it I learned a lot from that about why... Nashville has become the bachelorette capital of the United States, okay? It's a documentary called Nashville Bachelorettes. It's a Ben Odo investigation, 2023. Look it up on YouTube. Watch it. It's about 30 minutes. It's an so interesting. So it's recent, yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's interesting. So, um, yeah, above Vegas, above Miami, above New York, Nashville is the bachelorette capital of the United States, hands down. There is a, a uh, and, and, and now there's so many other organizations that tie to that or companies that have come about that tie to the bachelorette and bachelor party scene that there's just so many different things that are thriving over there because of all the bachelorettes and the bachelors that okay. come. Are there bachelor parties as well? Or there is it are bachelor parties. And, uh, cause, and we actually stayed in a place that had multiple bachelorette and bachelor parties staying that there. That sounds like trouble. It could have been. Very well could have been. But it wasn't. It turned out fine. But anyway, so um, there is an app called Batch that these people have put together. And they said that, um, I want to say four to 5,000 bachelorette and bachelor parties they send to Nashville every year. And, and these parties have an average of 10 people attending. So that's Ooh. a lot. Yeah. Of a lot people, of people just for that one thing. That doesn't even mm. account for the rest of the tourism industry that goes on in Nashville. So Ooh. when we were coming into town, we stayed the the lady that was ha- that's getting married, she had rented So did you watch all that before you went this No, time? I watched this afterwards. Oh, this okay. documentary so you afterwards. You had no clue what you were in for. I mean, I had heard that it had become quite a spectacle, but I hadn't actually seen it for my eyes. Yeah, you know. Okay. So um, she had booked this. It was a townhome, and it was a brand new, four story, two thousand nice. square foot nice. townhome. It was one of I want to say five or six in a little section, and then that building was one of six or eight buildings in yeah. this little area. But coming into town, I noticed these little townhomes all over the place. You'll see dilapidated properties, houses, empty lots, brand new townhome. Now, what are you calling a townhome? Like a townhouse? Townhouse. Townhouse, townhome. Yeah, it's like Like an apartment? Like an apartment, yeah. A nice apartment. Has a garage. Um, Like I said, these were four stories. You got your garage on the bottom. The first level was master bedroom, uh, kitchen, living room. The next level was two bedrooms, a couple of baths. The top level had one big room, and the one that we rented had um, two built-in bunk beds, queen size. Big. It was a big room, and then it had a rooftop deck with seating. That's cool. And a hot tub. And our townhouse... Over, like, you could see the Nashville skyline. Like, there was like a, I don't know, 
90-degree view of the Nashville skyline. Now, let me ask you this because I'm curious because I, I travel quite a bit and I mm-hmm. like shit like this. How expensive was this townhouse? Number How many, how many people would it sleep? Uh, there were 11 of us, and we each had a bed to ourselves, um, but they the beds could have slept two in each bed. So you could get 12 people in there easily. I mean, 12 to, to 15 okay, would have so been fine. Okay, so what yeah. was it per night? Per night, I'm not sure. I know what I paid, and that there were, it was split between 10 of us, and I paid $188. For two nights? For two nights. Okay, so let's do the so math. Say, I'd say about that's two grand. That's $1,880 a night. No, that's $1,880 total. For two nights. So about $1,000 a night. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, these were brand new, but in this neighborhood, that, that, and even like on the way down to Broadway, you know, we would take an Uber to Broadway every night, and uh, you could just see these four-story townhomes being built all over the place in empty lots right up next to each other. Like the, like I said, the complex we were in, there was multiple. And, and so there, do they just rent these, or do some people live in these? I really think most of these that we were in were Airbnbs. <clears throat> Because, like, a lot of them were set up for bachelorette and bachelor parties. Like, they had they had the flower mural wall or the wall with this really pretty wallpaper and neon signs that says something like, you know, yeah, the party starts here, you know, something like that. Kind of like when you go... White girl shit. Yeah, like when you Basic go up to the lake shit. and you're at the lake house and they've got 19 signs around the place saying... Everything's better at the lake. What There's happens no... at the lake stays at the lake. Yeah, yeah, but more Instagrammable type stuff, you know. Like right. if it can be on Instagram, then that's what they. You oh, know. that's what they're wanting. Yeah, yeah, advertising. So, so the girls that went, there was eleven of us total. Two of them were from uh, like good friends with the with the bride. The rest of us were from this Bunko group that I have, and Bunko is just a dice game. This group we've been playing Bunko for many many years. We're all really really close, so. I knew it was going to be a fun time no matter what. But anyway, so... Um, What's the name of your bunko group again? <laughs> we we, okay. Uh, well, it's going to sound ridiculous when I say it out loud, but we are known as the Majestic Bunko Unicorns. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you're right. That does sound fucking weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lore behind it, but we ain't got to get into that. Um, so, so when I went to... Whenever I... Uh, had my bachelorette party there. There was just like four or five of us, and we just rented a hotel room. Oh, so you had your bachelorette party I had in my Nashville. bachelorette party there in 2012. Okay, so there was, so it was 11 years ago. Yes. Has it changed since then? Yes. Okay. Drastically. Nashville wasn't, like, I'm t- like in the last, I'd say the last three to five years, Nashville has really... Turned yeah. into the to the thing like the blow up place, like especially after COVID and all that. Nashville is like one of the new places that everybody flocked to, kind of like Austin, you know, like in the comedy scene and all that. Everybody goes to Austin. Austin's like the new Los Angeles or whatever. Everybody goes from there. Well, also a lot of people flocked to Nashville. People from LA, people from New York, like people moved to Nashville. The same thing happened to Atlanta in the 80s. So in the 60s and 70s, Atlanta was a pretty big southern town. You know, Coca-Cola's based there. A lot of businesses based in Atlanta. In the 80s, it fucking exploded to like, you know, museums, art, 
parties. Nashville's going through the last five years the same thing. Yeah, the documentary attributes it to the TV show Nashville. They attribute it to the fact that it's within eight hours of the majority of the United States. So there's a lot of different factors that are... There are flights directly to Nashville from wherever. Yep. So anyway, so yeah, lots of people. So... So Friday night we went to Top Golf. Have you ever I'm down been with that. To Top no, Golf? I have never. I want to go, but I know what it is. But I've never been. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Um, but I will say the wait staff there was not happy to see a bachelorette bachelor party walk up wanting separate tickets. That is not a thing. They do not like it. If you walk up and they you got 10, 12 people there, they are freaking the fuck out because you're if you want it on separate tickets. Well, fuck them. The customer's always right. Well, that, it's become a thing, I think, with some especially in Nashville, because this wasn't the only place that I saw that. This is like a this is a new thing that I I think is kind of blooming. Like, you know how like the obviously the decline of customer service, all sorts of places and stuff. And, you know, how, you know, used to, like, years and years ago, like, a standard tip, gratuity or whatever, is like, 10%. And then overnight, it went to, like, 15%. Then it's 18% and 20%. You know, the stuff, how it's just the new normal. Well, nowadays, apparently, it's frowned upon to, like, when you go out to eat, doesn't matter, bachelorette party, whatever, you know, you go out to these hopping places and you got you know a group of 10 people together or whatever going out to eat it's like the staff will kind of like frown upon you if you're separating tickets well it's It's, easier on them to put it all on one yeah exactly exactly that's the thing is like the quality of stuff isn't going up or anything but it's just like oh well we want y'all to do this work for us now like you know, just put this all on one ticket and y'all figure it out. Y'all yeah. Venmo each other. Or right, yes. exactly. Things like Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, that exists. They are expecting you to just take care of it yourself. Somebody gets the whole ticket. We went to a drag show on Saturday. I'll get more into that. On their website, it says, this is all on one ticket. This is this is a charge of $35 a person. It's all going to be on one ticket. See, I don't like to, that. You need to have all that sorted out before you get here. I don't like that. Yeah, that's something that I can tell that they they did not, they're done. Like, they are tired of dealing with all the bachelorette, bachelor parties, all the big groups. Not, But that's also who pays your fucking bills. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's two, there's definitely two sides of it because, I mean, seeing it, you know, from, from their point of view and all this, it, it, it would get freaking crazy and slow things down. So it's kind of like a, Double-edged sword, I guess, because... Well, we're also a little bit older, too. I mean, I think I think a younger crowd, you get an 18- to 20-year-old crowd, that doesn't bother them one fucking bit. Probably not. Not and, as much as it, it does. actually somebody up there is going to be like, hell yeah, I'll pay for it. Y'all just, y'all just get me back. As I, long uh, as somebody in the group has access to that kind of Let me text my dad and see if he can put 2500 on my debit card. That's what I was going to say. If you have a ticket for 25 folks at a restaurant, or, or I'm sorry, for 10 or 12 folks at a restaurant, 
Hell, that could be four or $500. Could be. And it's all fine and dandy if someone in the group has that available to be like, oh, I'll just pay for this. Y'all get me back later. Because there's always, like, even eight out of ten people are going to be like, okay, I just cash after you. You've got the money. Right. There's always going to be those two or three folks that you have to fucking hunt down. Like, And then even though they owe you money, you're the asshole because you want your fucking money. Yeah. Not, you know? Well, uh, yeah, that's just an observation that I had for that that first night there at the uh, Top Golf, which was fun, by the way. It was it was a good time. I did so noticing how much this pisses waitress off. I just ordered water from her because we weren't even like it, our tea time wasn't up yet. Like we were. See, they lost money on you. Yeah, I just ordered a water. So, um, but from our actual waitress that kept us for half of the night. She, I ordered a Red Bull and vodka from her. Hell yeah. And that was $18 for a Red Bull Tito's vodka. I did actually specify Tito's vodka, but still $18 for that. None of that old well horse piss for my lady. Well, anyway. So after that, we headed to Broadway, and I didn't get really really get a chance to just like observe and people watch on Friday night because we were going from place to place to place to place to place. You know, we were like, we know, I didn't have time to just stop and just watch people Friday night. She wanted to ride a mechanical bull, so we found a mechanical bull for her to ride. We did that. Then we went into Kid Rock's place. That place. Did they serve Bud Light? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I didn't even pay attention to that. I can see a foot in front of me. That place was shoulder to shoulder, nowhere to go, nowhere to stand. No, like it was ridiculously packed. Doesn't sound like fun to Jason. It wasn't fun to me. But anyway, so we, we stayed there for a little bit. You realized you couldn't really hang out with your group because like I said, there was 11 of us. So we went upstairs and then we found a bar or a band playing upstairs that was actually not bad, a lot more room. Uh, we, we hung out there for a little while. Was there a lot of Chads and Kyle's? Lots of Chads, lots of Kyle's, lots of Britney's, lots yeah. of, you know, Christina's, lots yeah. of, yeah, all of that yeah. stuff. Um, but I will say most of the people there were having a good time. You know, everybody that was there was, you know, cheering, hooting and hollering, having fun, loving the band. Every band that I saw that uh, over the weekend was great. Well, it's Nashville. It's yeah, like the I musician mean, were, capital of the world. Yeah, they were awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch the bands play. Uh, the main band that was playing on the, the they have like a two story auditorium basically uh, at, in Kid Rock. Like the first two floors are just this band is on the second story, and you have like this just huge room of people just full of people, and then you have balcony that goes around the room full of people, and it was just packed. But the it fe- it felt like every single song that they played was going to be their last song. Like they ended it like it was going to be their last song. Thank y'all very much. No, 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 not like that. No, not like that. It was just, you know how uh, when a band's playing their last song, they're they're really getting into it. They're just, you know, yeah, just like crazy. All the drum solos, all the, every song was like that. But they, you know, there was some good stuff going on with that. I did watch a guy pissing in the street. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm was pretty sure he got big? arrested. I didn't see that part. He had his Must back not to have us. Been he at least was big. a gentleman. Gentleman, gentleman enough to do that. They, um, they arrested him. Yeah, well, the guy that uh, the security guy out front of the bar pulled him aside and led him to an officer. He was like, "Hey, yeah, you can't be pissing here, man." 
So we called an Uber to take us home. There was a few of us that stayed um, for a little bit longer, but there was about six of us that went back to the place. And one of the girls that was with us, I won't mention any names. Well, there were two of us that were pretty drunk. I wasn't drunk, but there was there was two of us in the group that were pretty toasted. Um, and our Uber driver, his name was Dan. And I knew that his name was probably not Dan, but I'm not going to say anything about it. But there was one of us that just wanted to know what his name was. Why did you know his name wasn't Dan? Because he had, he was ethnic. <laughs> he was oh, clearly... Like Indian or something? He, he well... He was Filipino. He was actually Filipino. And I, because I asked him, I was like, Are you, where are you from? Are you from the, because it became a thing because this girl kept asking him, What's your name? What's your name? I know your name is not Dan. It's not Dan. Give me your birth name. What did your mama name you? Oh, no. And I was like, Shut up. Your mouth. We kept giving her hell over it because it was embarrassing. Yeah, that would be embarrassing. To yeah, me. but would, again, she I was would pretty blessed. Out of that car, pretty, pretty, pretty. He quick. took it pretty well. He didn't act like he was too offended or anything like that. But anyway, you're killing me. <laughs> anyway, um, he took it pretty well. Such good farts. But she was like, so just say it really slow. Start from the beginning. Go real slow. Tell me your birth name. And I go, it's Dan. It's Dan. Shut up. It's Dan. Anyway, so Saturday night, um, we uh, get up and we go to the drag brunch. Now, I had actually been to a drag show at this place for my bachelorette party and i've got to pause for a second if you fart again <laughs> oh i'm getting up God. and walking out it's it's i'm serious it's like that's rough. that's enough okay that's enough you need to it's see a doctor about anymore. that it, this ain't natural it was funny at first it's not funny anymore okay <laughs> now i'll continue sorry i'm not drinking i gotta do so i gotta feel alive over here i gotta get a, a, a head rush somehow. i mean if you gotta do it or explode then do it yeah. but you know uh, I can't yeah. concentrate. Like I'm trying See, to tell hey, a story, is, and all he's doing is over here farting. You guys, because like a fart is like the funniest thing in the world to me, and I'll never even like the smell of a bad fart. Just cracks me up. Hey, like, and, I'm and, fucking, a, and a fart, I'm dying a fart is funny. A it's fart so is funny. funny one time, in every language. And, one time, no, no it's, it's funny. One time, it's funny. It's, all it's the funny times. in every language. Laughter, laughter is. The universal language. Okay, anyway, yeah, I'm going to continue on with fart. my story. Please um, do. So, anyway, so we went to this drag brunch on Saturday. Now, I had been there for my bachelor I thought party. Tennessee banned drag shows. No, like banned them for anybody under 18. So, okay. you cannot take anyone under 18 in there. So, um, the last time that I went... It was just a drag show. Now, this time what we did was a drag brunch. So they fed us really nice food. I think I had a French toast or something like that. Anyway, no, I had chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles, really good stuff. But the difference is that the last time I went to this place, I did not have somebody drive by and yell at me, save the children, as they drove by, which they did. What does that even mean? It's a thing, you know, the, save the children, save our children. Save it's the children that, from them people in dresses. Pedophiles. Because, <laughs> you know, everyone pedophiles. who dresses in a dress is a pedophile. 
evidently. Yeah. I don't believe that. It's a political thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so that that was the difference there. Also, whenever I went... Did um, you yell, mind your own fucking business? No, I yelled, suck my dick. Nice. Even better. Yeah. Anyway, so um, the last time that I went, what they'll do is they will... You know, they'll say, hey, you know, who's got who's celebrating something here? And and this time there was, I don't know, probably 20 different groups of people in there celebrating something. You know, it was a bunch of people in this one little room. When I went, they called up all the bachelorettes, you know, for to do a little dance off on the stage. And there was only five of us in 2012. This time there was probably 15 to 20 of them. That got up on stage and had the little dance off or whatever, but anyway, the drag brunch was fun. That was I really enjoyed that. Those girls do a lot of really hard work. It was very entertaining. That was um, that was fun. Um, so after that, we went to Broadway. Now this time, I actually had a moment to just step back and look at everything and just watch it. And I noticed there were so many pedal cars, buses tractors, trucks, just full carriages. full of bachelorette parties with their pink matching matching shirts, which we have matching Do shirts. Do they have on too. white boots? Uh, tons of white boots. Pink cowboy hats? Dude, cow print is a big thing. Cow print? Cow print. I saw so many outfits that had cow print on them. Rattle, rattle, here comes the cattle. <laughs> so, as opposed to like leopard print so now there, there's leopard print cow yeah, print yeah cow so that, print okay lots cow of cow print when in Rome yeah lots of penises lots of yelling wait what lots of penises lots of penises like penis penis suckers penis oh I thought you meant you saw pins, a lot of penises penis no 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 not a lot of real penises just the bachelorette type penis you know just the, like the like the fun penis, the blow up penis, like the celebratory penis, the, the a yeah. celebratory. Like you're penis. gonna take a, you're gonna drink a girly drink out of a penis cup. Yeah. Oriental Trading Company penis. Anal what? Oriental Trading Company. Or penis. Oriental. Don't you an Anal Trading <laughs> Company? Like whoa. You never heard of Oriental Trading Company? Yeah. Oh okay. I don't live under a fucking rock. <laughs> Good to know. Okay, so. I actually did my people watching at that time, and that's when I noticed just how many bachelorette parties there were. And, like, when you're walking down the sidewalk, it is shoulder to shoulder. Just, you know, it, there was an insane number of people downtown. It that was crazy. That doesn't sound fun to me at all. Agreed. Lines everywhere you went into, you had a line. It was It was hard to get a beer. It was difficult to navigate. Like, we would lose people. Like, we lost people all the time, which it was good that we were wearing, wearing matching shirts because we could pick each other out of a crowd because we had all had on bright pink shirts. Did y'all bring a bull back to the townhouse to, like, reel everybody? No, 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 oh, okay. no. We didn't have to do that because there was plenty of them around uh, where we were staying if we wanted to. I don't know. That might have been, been Dan. That was, uh, yeah, it could have been. Dan the bull. No, that's more like Kyle or Chad. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. There was a group of people from Louisville, Kentucky uh, that were staying close to us that we talked to for a minute. They were a bachelor party there hanging out. But um, we did karaoke. That was a lot of fun. 
we went into a karaoke bar that really didn't have a lot of people in there. And I was like, this is cool. I can yeah. deal with this. Let's stay here. Yeah. yeah. And then plus it allowed us to be able to sing any song we wanted pretty much whenever we wanted. That's how karaoke works. Not when there's a lot of people there. You have to wait. You have to put your time in. You have to put books. your, time you in, put your name in. You have to wait. You have to wait for some. Anyway, so we had a good time singing karaoke. Um, there were some other guys there that were that were um, also singing too. And then uh, one of our girls sang Nookie by, um, who oh, is Limp that Biscuit. by? Limp Biscuit Nookie. Oh, yeah. That was fun. I was hyping her up. So karaoke Why was. Did it take so long? Why? It yeah, so it was a lot of fun. To figure it was out, fun. but I didn't. What did you sing? I didn't sing anything. It's raining men. I was actually Hallelujah, what we were going to do. It's raining men. And I was just, I my anxiety levels were too high, you know, because sometimes that happens. Um, and uh, I really wanted, Sonny wanted me to sing, um, you know who Sonny is, right? Um, Sonny wanted me to sing. They've met. Come Together. And she was just going to do the... I'm pretty sure that's in the, the, in the track. Yeah, I know, but she was going to do it. It doesn't matter if it's in the so track or not. She was... Come on, right. I, she wanted me to sing it while she did that, but my anxiety levels were too high. There was just It was too much going on. All these damn bars have four, three and four levels. So we'd go into the first level. It'd be shoulder to shoulder. Couldn't get up to the bar. Let's go to the second level. We'd go to the second level. We'd hang out there for a little bit. Let's go to the third level. Let's go to the rooftop. I climbed so many damn stairs this weekend. It was ridiculous. It's too many damn stairs. Too many stairs. Too many stairs. But anyway, so um, we, again, same thing as the night before. We went back. My friend, uh, one of my friends that was there ordered some uh, DoorDash Crystal Burgers. That was nice. good. I'm yep. all about that. She did that the first night, and she ordered like 24. No, she ordered, I think, 12. Six of them she wanted plain. Did they bring them to you in the little box case yep. with the handle on No, them? if you're ordering yep. crystal burgers for 10 people, you need one more of than us, 12. One of us wanted them plain. One of us wanted them plain. And so six of us, six of them are regular, six of them are plain. Um that uh, then the next night, um, uh, the girl that was ordering was pretty inebriated and she ended up making two orders. I and bet they didn't we go to waste. Up, we ended up having like 36 crystal burgers, I think, the second night. We had, yeah, she ended up ordering a lot of food that second night accidentally. We just set up there is the- just something about being under the influence heavily of alcohol late in the evening about getting some. Damn food like that. Though. Yeah, that, uh, there is something pretty special about that. You know, there's all these people that would, you know, that drink and they're like, "Oh man, once I get like three or four beers in, you know, I'm done eating. You know, I can't eat anything after that." I that never hit me. Like I would, I would continue to eat, drinking beers, especially going out and eating like pizza and stuff like that. Dude, I'd just get hungrier as the night would progress. Like the best thing to me is a night cap. Like don't Waffle House? Yes. If I'm going if I'm going hard in the paint on the marijuana and I'm I'm really good and inebriated, it's it's high time to go to Waffle House. Well now marijuana, so, that's an entirely different monster on the eating as far oh, as booze. Man. Well, I'll just say that the oh. crystal burgers were good. Yeah. 
Crystal yes. burgers were good. She also got some chili cheese fries. I think she also got some chicken wings that second night. She got a little bit of everything that second night. It was. I'm surprised it got ordered because that's how she was. She had had a good time. She was. She was not. She was dancing. She was uh, ordering everything. So anyway, um, that night. That was the last night there. The next morning we get up. Now, like I said earlier, there was enough room for everybody to sleep in the same. In like have their own bed, but there were bunk beds. So someone was going to have to sleep on a top bunk. You know. Well, one of the girls didn't really want to sleep in a top bunk, so she ended up sleeping in the same bed as me, So, which was fine. I woke up at one point in the night, and I was like, what is that happening? There's something going on under the bed. And I like, somebody's my hand, eating my ass. I put, that's kind of what it felt like. Chad. I put my hand down there, and I was like, are those her damn toes? Like her, she had her toes like wiggling on back and forth on the back of my leg. And so I like pushed her foot down and I was, and she just kept doing it down my leg as I was pushing it down. She was sound asleep, wiggling her toes. Next morning I get up, I was like, okay, who in here has slept with this girl before? And one of the girls was like a thousand times. I was like, does she wiggle her toes? And she was like, all the time. She's a toe wiggler. Oh, no way. Yeah, toe wiggler. Yeah, so, um, cool. anyway, that was pretty funny. So, um, so yeah, so I get up the next morning, or the last morning, we're getting ready to go, and uh, I just, I know that everybody's ready to go. There's already people in the shower, you know, everybody's getting their stuff packed up, so I was just like, well, I'll just put my stuff in my bag and just go and take a shower when I get home, or whatever. So, I go, and I look in the mirror, and I notice that on my chest, there are these red bumps and i'm like huh hickey that's weird and then i pull down my top and i notice that there's bumps going all the way down my chest through my cleavage and then i look at my face and i'm like i've got bumps on my face am i breaking out into hives right now i ran downstairs and i went to see one of my friends i was like what's going on here is this hives and they're like oh my god are you okay and i was like i don't know but I've got red bumps all over me right now. I'm allergic to Nashville. Something is happening. So one of the girls is like, I've got, a, I've got a Benadryl in my purse. And I was like, okay. So I went down. I found the Benadryl. It was a purse pill. And if you know what a purse pill is, you know what a purse pill is. So I grabbed that purse pill and I took that. And I was like, okay, I'm good. So um, we leave. And later that night, the girl that slept in the same bed with me sends me a message. And she's like, I have got red bumps on me now and i was like where are they and she sent pictures of them they're on her face they're on her arms i don't like where this is going yeah uh so she i i had sent her pictures of them of mine the next day she goes she goes to the doctor because she you know works at a doctor's office she goes up to the doctor she asks all these nurse practitioners that work where she works what is this and they're like that's bed bugs. Plot twist. That is bed. You've got bed bugs. That is bed bugs. She showed them my pictures, pictures of mine. She's like, oh, yeah, that's, def- that's textbook bed bugs right there. Yeah. <sighs> my skanky ass wife. Yeah. Going so, off, getting hollered Bringing out, home the shit. Getting hollered and wallered by Chad and then getting bed bugs. 
bags. Yeah. You didn't bring any of those to the damn house, did you? Sure I'm, she did. Or, I don't know if I did or not. All I know is that as soon as we realized that it wasn't hives, Look at her it wasn't arm. some she sort of allergic reaction, I took everything that everything in my bag, put it in the washer, washed our sheets, washed our comforter. Um, my friend that also had it, she went and bought some spray. So she sprayed her stuff. I went over there and got it, sprayed all my stuff, my bag, my shoes. Everything is still sitting out on the front porch. Because I'm, I'm not ready to bring any of that in yet. But, yeah, so apparently either... Now, this house was less than six months old. This was a brand new construction. This thing hasn't been open for very long. You know, it's not been... It's not had a whole Did, lot... Didn't you say when you got there, you thought it could be a, a pretty good chance that y'all... Like, this place is so new, like, they thought they might have been the first people staying in it. There's a good chance because there's stuff, like, still not done. Like, when you walked in, it still smelt like new construction. So, and I had looked it up on Zillow, like, a, a townhome in that same complex was listed for sale for $920,000. Yeah, not a not a cheap place at all. And if you're staying there, it's not cheap either, you know. But if I didn't get if I didn't get bed bugs from that place, the only other thing that we could think of was one of our Uber rides. Because if you got bed bugs in your house and you're carrying them with you everywhere, who's to say you don't have them in your vehicle? Well, if that place didn't have bed bugs before you were there, it does now. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. Well, I think I'm just taking all this in, and I'm really, my whole takeaway from this is Nashville, to me, sounds like a place for 21 to 25-year-olds or 21 to 30-year-olds. Like, once yeah. you reach 30 and above, that shit ain't fun no more. Like, yeah. you know, leave it to the young kids. Yeah. You know, leave it to the... Leave it to the people that still want to go out and be like, "Woo, we're in Nashville at a bachelorette party!" Yay! Well, the you thing know. is, I feel like a lot of the majority of these people that do this is because it's the it's the basic ass thing to do. It's like, oh well, if this is what everybody we does go now. To so, oh, we're getting married. Oh, we're having a bachelorette party. Well. We got to go to Nashville. It's, go. it's just the built-in. Whiskey Mars is playing it's in the, Nashville on our bachelorette weekend. We got to go. We got to go to all these cheesy-ass, unauthentic play, Jason Aldean's bar and Luke Bryan's Hell, bar. Yeah. It's all just cheesy-ass. Yeah, and when you watch the documentary, they talk to a couple of the, the bar owners and restaurant owners down in Broadway they wish like they're they're fine with it. Like they're really they're okay with it. They you know most most of the time they're having a good time. Yeah. We had a great time, and yeah. the people that were there, everybody was having a good time. There wasn't like anything like like you know anything like that. Nobody was fighting. There was no like you know. Hell yeah. But they just wish that they could get rid of the Kid Rocks, the the Jason Aldeans, the you know all those like you know. Yeah. Poppy. The stuff that's not like the true fl historic flair of Nashville. Yeah. It's all these, like I said, just commercialized, just, I don't know. It's just like tourist, I don't know. And I don't know how long it'll last. This may last for a while. This may not last too long. Who knows? But it's a tourist trap. It you was know, just. It's, it's a, yeah, it's probably, it's probably got like a 
10-year shelf life. Then they'll move on to something else. Yeah, it was just really interesting to me to see the difference between 2012 versus 2023. A bachelorette party pretty much did the same thing. But anyway, that was it. That was my, that was my thing. So would you go back unless it was a special occasion? Like, would you say, Andrew, let's go to Nashville for the weekend? No. And well, go to the Kid Rocks. No. No. Like, no. There's things that I would that I would do in Nashville. Like, if it was for, like, a concert or whatever, is that, like, the Ryman or something? I don't care nothing about going to the Bridgestone Arena. I'm not real big on the huge arena shows. But, I mean, if there was, like, a good show to go and see, not just anything, just to be going and seeing a concert, but if it was something real good, I'd like to go over there and see a show or whatever. But as far as, like, the whole hang out down on Broadway and hit up this place and that place and all that. No, I'm out. See, I'd rather, and this is just at the stage of life I'm in now, I would rather find me a dive bar off the strip somewhere. Sure, absolutely. That the locals go to rather than go downtown and find yeah. all the... All yeah. the Britneys and the Chads and the Kyles. No, right. I, I'm done with that. I mean, yeah. I would love to go to Nashville sometime and go to the uh, Zanies Nashville, the Na the comedy yep. club over there. See, that would be great. Joe List was just over there like two weeks, two or three weeks ago. I would have loved to have went. I that. think it Theo Vaughn lives in Nashville. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he he lives in he lives in Nashville and a lot of that. But anyways, I would go over there if it was something you know real specific and special. But as far as just like, hey, let's go freaking party and all that, no, nah, I'm good. I would rather party at home. Matt's over here playing his Cracker Barrel uh, golf tee in the triangle thing. You beat it yet? Got down to two. Well, hey, I'm glad you're playing that. Melissa stuck that here on the table a while back for anybody that ever wants to uh, play it. Well, but Matt's it all about it. Sits there. I'm not very good at it. I can't. I'm a fidgeter, and I like to just have it and just to play. That's it your original now, fidget spinner. It right? is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm gonna let's get out of here because it's about time for me to go get me a hot dog with some mustard on it. Sounds like so. it's time for me to go get some kapectate or some butt putty or <laughs> something. Something get this, you, get need. This. you need to go to bed in the back bedroom is what you need to do. Oh, I'm sleeping in the bed with you and the well in the bed bugs, I guess. And yeah. the. No. Well, after you I'm, fumigate the place, they won't. Yeah, be in there maybe no maybe we're on to something. <laughs> no, I we've been uh, examining and exp uh, inspecting pretty pretty closely for everything, and I, I think we're I think we're good. Well, they say at night you can turn off the light and then like wait a little bit, and they come out, and you can actually see them in your bed. You I know, think with it a was flashlight, our flashlight. You can like physically see them. So I think it was our Uber driver Dan. I'm going to blame Dan. Could have been Dan the... Dan the Uber driver. Dan the Pakistani. Man. Dan the Sandman. 